All right, everybody. Are you ready for a spectacular show? Introduce the original bad hombre, the amazing nerd, the hardest working Antifa boys on George Soros's payroll. With Pablo Morale Martinez and Ernesto Mancibo, only on Radio Free Brooklyn. Hi, everybody. It's Pablo. Um, we're me and E are reconvening our powers down at Antifa headquarters, down in the center of the earth where it's still warm. So we're bringing to you. Bonus footage from episode 179 um, with our guest, with our special guest, Jimmy Vidrami. Um, we're deconstructing the, um, the events that happened on January 6th, you know, the Capitol Hill riot um, <laughs> that uh, Trump instigated and uh, all kinds of chaos. So basically, I make a lot of allusions to X-Men. I say a lot of things that might be regrettable. Might be regrettable. But you know what? It's for you to decide. It's for you to listen to and decide for yourselves. So we present to you this episode, bonus footage of RVT. Enjoy. And so we're back from outer space. But Jamie, Jamie, what was that? What was your question again? Uh, I wanted to. I wanted to touch. Huh? Oh, deplatforming. The strategy of deplatforming is warping into censorship. Well, here, here's the thing, right? Um, where you feel like. To, your your point was also that um, people who are being deplatformed um, yeah. are saying that it's a form of censorship. Uh, yeah. You know, and uh, this is coming from my uh, my optic mat. Right, and uh, uh, I will say this: um, they should have been deplatformed ages ago. Um, they should have. Uh, Parler should have been deplatformed ages ago. Trump should have like they should have tra- uh, Twitter should have taken action against Trump uh, as soon as those first controversial series of tweets started. Um, but now it's too late. Now it's too late. The toothpaste is out of the tube, and uh, these people are seeing themselves completely as the victim. Uh, and um, I actually don't know where that's going. I'm saying like percent of all these things, even like invoking the 25th Amendment, they do, will make them... It'll make them angrier. Feel like yeah. they're the victims even more. It, so. Yeah, it, it's basically like... Um, yeah, it's basically like you have a rash on your arm and you apply the ointment and the ointment just gets angrier and you're just like, how the fuck... You know, <laughs> uh, it, it gets worse before it gets better. That's um, and this is this is that um i have no idea what to do next other than well like what, what, what would you do would you want to impeach him or i know impeaching him or 25 men were allowed to knock the president again ever again so that's important unfortunately right but can we just let him write out the next 10 days 
Um, um, what do you think? I mean, like, what do you want to do? It's like, it's like, I, I want, I, I'm actually for the speed everything they want because they will better running for president. Mm-hmm. He's running for president again in four years. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, I but, th- but sorry. <laughs> doing, doing that will take these guys to storm whatever. We have people that want to attack Amazon. It's like if you're an Amazon driver because Amazon said something against Trump, so now they want to start attacking Amazon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, right. We're I, in a weird spot here. <laughs> I think that the it's just it's just a whole fucking shit show. But I think that the um, I think that we have no choice but to take action against Trump. Uh, even though it may not actually come to anything. I mean, there are only 10 days left. Um, But but a a statement, yeah, exactly. A statement has to be made that you can't can't just do these sorts of things um, uh, because you lost. I mean, I'm no no fan of the machinations of of our government and, and how they don't do enough for the people, but violent insurrection is is one of those things that you just can't allow especially in cases like this where the process plays out and you're violent because you don't like the result even though it was proven over and over again that it it was a secure um election in regards to the followers this might sound like i don't know some sort of strong arm shit but we have to make the the position that they hold too painful to hold. They these people when they act out or when they talk shit, they have to be prosecuted. They have to be singled out, and if they feel like they're fucking victimized, well, tough shit. Because at a certain point, you have to realize that there is we have to have some sort of order in this country. We can debate what that order is going to be civilly. We can sit down at tables and argue and yell at each other. That's fine. That's what that's what democracy is supposed to be. But if you're going to take to the fucking streets and start attacking people and 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 burning shit down just for nothing, for you're actually you actually have the advantages and you're the ones acting like you're marginalized. This is insanity. There's no end to it. You can't reason these people out of it you can't they're they're completely committed to it the only thing that the only two things that human beings respond to is trying to better themselves through logic and enlightenment or 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 the avoidance of pain those are the two things and unfortunately too many people in this too many people in this world just live their lives trying to avoid pain. It's not an indictment, but that's just how it is. And if you spend your life trying to avoid pain, you can easily be manipulated. And that's what's happening to these people. If they see the light, great for them. You know, we we can sit down and 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 show them it's this, that, and the other. This is what's going on, and you can find a better way. And even if we disagree, we can sit down and talk about it. But if you're going to be violent about it, then you're going to have to be made to feel pain until you either give it up or you can just live with that fucking pain. And like, we always, we always fault our problems. Like, I always do it. If you're going to call someone an asshole, they're not going to listen to you. 
Hey, I, I, what, it doesn't matter what we call them. That's the thing. It's like we either call them, whether we call them Trump supporters, whether we call them privileged, whether we call them rioters, it doesn't matter what you call them because, because we, because, because we're referencing the action, the actions behind whatever it is we're calling them. If one Trump supporter calls another Trump supporter, a Trump supporter, they see it as a compliment because the feeling behind it is like, we support leader. When people like us call them Trump supporters, they hear the tinge in our voice because we're not talking, we're not just talking about Trump. We're talking about the actions behind being a Trump supporter as we know it, as we see it. It's tough. I mean, I've been dealing with it my whole life. My dad was a moron. Shit, you know? So, I just like, talk from a Brooklyn perspective. It's like, it's not easy, right? No, but like, you, Jamie, Jamie, like, uh, like I, I, I really want you to like, like, uh, can you give a, a little bit more detail into that? Like, when you say Brooklyn way of thinking, like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? It's very um. They just want to stay comfortable in their own myopic viewpoints. You know, like it's a classic human condition. Really. I'm just talking about the human condition. Mm -hmm. like, they're no. comfortable with what they believe, and it doesn't matter if you're like, "Hey, we're coming at you with empathy." They're like. No, <laughs> you know, right, right, right. They don't understand right, right. empathy in that sense. They, they, are, they are empathetic towards their families. They have the ability to be empathetic to the people they know, right? But they're not right. going to be empathetic to someone who calls them to shit. So, well, that's that's the thing is that uh, Jamie's touching on something that I think he, uh, that I feel that is that I that comes from a philosophical point of view that I'm that I see it as right. Mm -hmm. Um that uh with regards to these people it's it once they have this embedded because i i think that with people in general people who are um people who join cults right yeah. um good point they're they're lazy right <laughs> they are and and and, and it's and it's 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 very that's a very harsh word, but I, this is this is something that I no, really truly believe. It's true. It's truly, and I think Jamie Jamie said it in in a different way, but the way I see it is that people in general, and and I are to a certain degree, to very differing degrees, are lazy. Um, why are people neoconservative, right? Why are people like um, abortions bad? women don't belong women shouldn't have control of their own bodies because it's easy to understand um and that makes them lazy but then there's the other half there's the there's an yet another uh point of view um uh why are uh, they're just like uh you know why are black people violent because they're bad you know uh and that's lazy point of view like they they're their mindset doesn't like their their mindset can extend past the point of view of black people equals bad. That's easy to understand. It's not. It's harder to understand the concept of historical racism, historical oppression, uh, the concept of guilt uh, for uh, sins past of slavery, of uh, understanding that white something as harsh as white privilege exists right because to them it it asks too much of, of uh to to flex that muscle right 
it's easier to sit back in the couch that is racism than to get out and actually do the running that is uh, that is understanding uh, that racism is wrong. Um, so that's yeah, um, their laziness point right there. And uh, I, I mean, what what do you think? Uh, am I taught? Do, do you do you agree with me, or am I am I talking about out of my ass? Or no, I think I think they're they're also triggered by the simplistic shit. They're all, there's a simple mindedness too, with the laziness. It's like you tell the white privilege someone who's white, they're gonna be like they turn off right there. You right. I mean? it, and and oh. it's and that's why Trump is so popular well, he's because so, yeah. he Weird. is making points. He's making points that are so that play to that laziness, that play to yeah, the um, yeah, Mexican yeah exactly. Mexicans equals bad. Mexican equal yeah. coming to take my jobs. Caravan coming into the United States build wall. And you know, nothing of this is correct or right. Yeah, no. it's super easy to understand. It's it's like an idiot can understand it and idiots do understand it. And that's why he has so many fucking followers because it, he just says things to people who are just like, he just, you, and you hear this all the time. He tells it like it is. He tells it like it is. Hmm. And it, it, it's, it's not really how it is. It's just easy to understand. It's easy to digest. He has slogans, make America great again. It's vague enough for people to be like, yeah, let's do you know, making America great again is like, you know, uh, you know, kicking a, me a Mexican baby in the face and then, you know, waving an American flag around and, 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 you know, telling black people to shut the fuck up when they're just like, you know, uh, every, everything that you're doing up until this point is injustice hmm. because that's, that's too, like knowing the plight of others is too hard. It, it's too hard for people to think about. You know? they, what's weird too is these Trump supporters on Wednesday, as we were talking about, they feel like they're the victim, and that they're fighting for an injustice. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they're actually taking cues from groups that are really have experienced an injustice and just applying their laziness. That is that is an excellent point. That that reminds me of something that happened. I think it was last year or or the year before last. Um, there was uh, some some higher up, some senator or something like that. Uh, maybe even Trump himself was talking about actions being taken against them. Maybe they were being censured for some stupid thing that they said. And they were using phrases like, you know, oh, this is a witch hunt or this oh, feels yeah, yeah, like a lynching. Kidding, right? And somebody wrote yeah. online, it's like, have you ever noticed that powerful white men use the language of the marginalized in order to highlight their plight. This is because historically speaking, white men in this country have never been persecuted. So they have no unique yeah. language to their suffering. They have right. to steal the language of other groups from women, from people of color, in order to make themselves look like the victim. If that isn't any more of a illustration of how unequal things have been in this country since the beginning, I don't know what is. Um, and that was, that was visualized on Wednesday. It really was. It, I mean, how do you how do you how do you claim to love this country? Run into the capital, run, run into the capital, take down the American flag, and put up a Trump flag, 
as well as bring in a Confederate flag. They did that shit. It was it was it was Antifa, okay? <laughs> Man, Dude, Antifa is so fucking Italy. organized. I think I got to start looking into this, you know, cuz they can if they can mobilize like this. <laughs> Dude, we are, dude, of, of course, you and I are, are uh, Jamie, I know, and I, I'm, I'm including you in this group because you're, you're a frequent guest, but we are the hardest working Antifa boys on George Soros' payroll. That's right. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and dude, I got, like, I'm telling you, I got that email from Antifa headquarters, and, you know, Antifa headquarters was just like Pavel. You gotta you you gotta head on down to Capitol Hill. You gotta do it. Bring Jamie. I mean, if he's not already in the lockyard, get Jamie out of the lockyard. Tell Ernesto to stop watching alien documentaries, and then get your get your asses down to the to Capitol Hill and fucking. And uh, uh, you know, uh, put on put on the costume, put on the the mega costume, and go to tech, go wave ship, go wave ship. And I was just like, yes, chief, I I will. And then I don't know what else caught my eye. Um, maybe it was a Mazda commercial. Um, <laughs> it's funny. It's like they all. I'm just abusing the the real simplistic ones, like. They're giving so much credit to Antifa that they have this much power of smarts to outplay them. <laughs> everything bad, everything bad comes from Antifa. I just, I just don't understand it. Like, a Antifa is not a organ. It's not an organization. Like, <laughs> it's not like we don't have the the funny the like. It's like I now I have to explain the joke. We don't have an Antifa headquarters. There is there. There is no. It's not like you know. We can. We've all got to meet up at Ernesto's house for the for the Antifa We're group. Play some arcade games first. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're like the we're like the Foot Clan in in fucking Turtles One, <laughs> where we go to that island and we're playing fucking arcade cabinets and skateboarding. <laughs> and that's when one of us walks out uh, later in order to convene the meeting. Like you are all my children. I am your father. Talk about cults. That was motherfucking shit. Oh, that's another. You know what was another cult that I wanted to bring up? The cult of, uh, you know, fucking Mando is part of the cult. He's part of the Watch. Um, oh, figuring out there. <laughs> Mando's figuring out. He took his helmet off in front of Bill Burr. Yes, he did. He took his helmet off in front of Bill Burr. That's 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 things like he's slowly becoming woke, right? <laughs> and then to Baby Yoda. Yeah, and then to Baby Yoda. He's slowly becoming woke. Um, he 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 took off his helmet in front of a, ch- a child of color, and. Um, and <laughs> I, I that's what that scene spoke to me, you know. <laughs> When he finally realized, like, you know, I really should stop taking this baby into dangerous situations and <laughs> sort of hand him over to somebody who'd be more responsible for him. I don't yeah, even. I'm a bad father. <laughs> I don't even have a house, for Pete's sake. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think we've talked this. I believe Baby Yoda definitely knows how to. Right? 
Say that again? Yes. There's got to be a relationship there. I think r 2 Beepster's like, yo, what up? Oh, you. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they definitely recognize each other. That or Baby you Yoda. You guys was, are insane. That or Baby Yoda was just like, it's a giant toy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are insane. There's no way you can construe that from a, a bunch of beeps. No, well, no. Um, I, mean, I mean, I get it from what her name, uh, from Ahsoka says that she was rescued, she was rescued from the temple, so R2 was hanging out at that point. I think... Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a bit of a stretch. He doesn't know Luke. He just senses Luke's Jedi. Maybe Yoda's older than Luke. Luke's just a bitch at this point. Maybe Yoda. Yeah, there's, yeah. They, they, can't re- <laughs> they can't really know each other, but I definitely think there's something... Uh, between R2-D2 and uh, Baby Yoda. But just very off topic here, I kind of developed a little bit of a of a theory in regards to why everybody in the galaxy speaks droid. Um, Not everybody. Some people don't. They don't? Okay. Well, no, no, no. fuck there my theory. Are, there's like the, no, there's one or two people. It, it can still work because there is, like, in the entirety of the Star Wars, uh, you know, universe... There's only like been like two people who are just like I don't speak droid. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> go ahead. What's what was your theory? What's your theory? I liken it to the way we all know how our devices are trying to communicate with us, like in real life. Like when you're on a computer, you know what a oh that's an operation that's not allowed sound is, or you know when. Bing, s- you know. Exactly, <laughs> or you know when something's about to run out of power, kind of ding. I think in the Star Wars universe, droid is just that, except maybe two levels more complex. So it's not a it's not a noise to word conversion. I think it's more just like a general feeling of beeps and boops that humans can just uh, interpret because, like, they're now associated with certain feelings or functions and things along those lines. That's why that's there's genius. That's why there's no that's fucking genius. I think that's why there's no droid poetry, you know, because it just doesn't work. <laughs> there's no droid poetry slam. <laughs> I came from circuits that came from the earth that dug up the steel off the head. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's my droid poetry slam. How would droids snap to like you know appreciate that that yeah. poetry? Like what would they do? You know, there's more beeps and boops, right? It's like beep boop, beep boop. <laughs> there you go. A haiku. All right. <laughs> oh man, droid haikus. If we, it, oh man, that that's a book. That that shit would yeah. sell. That would sell. I'm telling you, it would sell. <laughs> droid beep, beep, boop. <laughs> beep beep boop 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 beep beep <laughs> um, <laughs> so um what what else did i want to talk about um so yeah mando's in a cult uh what, what else did i want to talk about shit now it slips my mind inside oh i was gonna talk about fucking um, I like how we never we didn't talk about any of the movies we talking about. Today, you know, no, we well we we touched on them very briefly, uh, and that was that's, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, like uh, I, I I was thinking to myself, you know what this kind of this time reminds me of? Uh, it reminds me of X Men. 
um, like the X Men comic book. Like which time though? And, and, that, and that's and that, the thing. Yeah, I know. And the darkest aspect about that is that you notice in the comics the X Men ne- their fight never ends. Their fight, their fight against mutant hatred never ends. It mm. just changes. Um, and I think, unfortunately, guys, I think that's where we're at with um, with these people who are just like they might as well just be, you know, scree- You know, if mutants exist, it'd be the first people who'd be like, "Fucking mutie," you know. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. Throwing totally. a Molotov cocktail. Yeah. Well, like the fight. It's weird. Like right now, with John John Pickett's run, Professor X got real dark. He's yeah, his his mindset is everything that he doesn't support. Right, it's like very controlling. They they have reincarnation. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I, I didn't say it was exactly like X Men, but just no, like. No, no, <laughs> but the thing yeah, I yeah. found interesting. They took a left. The, the the thing I find really interesting about it, Jamie, is that Professor X's mindset was changed after Mora sort of revealed this truth to him like she lived several lives right uh, she was just reincarnated yes. and was able to live through pretty it was like a one long groundhog day but across multiple lives <laughs> for her and she saw no matter what the x-men did they They're still fucked. they still got <laughs> fucked and when she told this to professor s and i was able to prove it when he when he probed her mind he was just like oh shit so basically you know fuck my philosophy i can't you know i gotta change or we're all gonna die you know yeah kind of weird like he looks like richard evil richard reed yeah he looks like mastermind yeah what's that no he that guy's called the master right yeah like i wonder if hickman's gonna throw a little curve at some point that would be really interesting. Um, but yeah, no, uh, with that, that's that's the big aspect that I wanted to touch on is that I, I, I'm starting to come around to the point where um, that's at, at what point are we going to at what point are like people of color and the marginalized going to start seeing that this fight against this constant uphill struggle of trying to get people to think along the side of good, like along the side of like Professor David, is that, is this just a lost cause? Cause the more that happens, the more push we got Trump, the cult of Trump and the rise of Trump from eight years of Obama. Mm-hmm. That's where this all came from. That there was a black man that is president. He's the leader. And now what does that do? that makes Fox News be like, everything he does is wrong. Everything he do- does is wrong. And all that does is... Is, it's... That, is that to do with Obama or the fact that power of media? Well, it, it's, it's... Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's the power of the media. It's the propaganda. It's, it's like, I don't know. Obama was... You know, he did what he did. He wasn't perfect. No. But, yeah. Um, I think a lot of the stuff of Obama was not him. It was you're trying to manipulate people against it. Well, exactly. So, but it, it's it's a it's a racial issue. I'm not saying yeah, yeah. I'm not saying anything about the man. Like I do have problems with Obama, but in terms of like what it means to these MAGA heads, right? It's that they felt oppressed because um, 
they have this black man telling them what to do. And then they're just like, well, no black. It's lazy. Yeah, it's lazy. Exactly. And then they're just like, well, no black man is going to tell me what to do, especially one that the TV is telling me that is doing things wrong every day, you know? Mm. And then you get somebody like Trump who's just like, everything that that TV told you throughout those eight years was right, you know? (laughs) He's coming. These people are coming for you. Um, and yeah. then oh, no. that, yeah. <laughs> and, the, I and now gonna, I am, I'll be critical of Hillary Clinton's rally. Her losing to Trump was her fault. No, no, no. Hillary, now we're talking about that. That's, that's a whole other discussion because Hillary Clinton she got is, is part of like, uh, those it's like those people in the X Men, uh, and I keep linking it back to X Men, but um, it's the it's those. Remember in in, in various X Men storylines, there's always that one senator or that one public guy, persona who's just like, I believe in the mutant cause, and I'm gonna help you guys, like try to win you guys, and then it's revealed that they're actually the villain. Um, <laughs> you know what? Though, look, I mean. We had Trump, thank God, maybe if Hillary Clinton won and Trump ran again, if Trump would have won now. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I mean, uh, I mean I, at least I, we I, have Biden, not perfect, and we have both Senate and House. As long as, as, long as Fox News exists, <laughs> as long as conservative uh, pundits exist and, like, tout... Um, uh, uh, right-wing propaganda as fact, we're always going to get a Trump. It's inevitable. I think we have... I thought they should have... I thought that Hillary should should have ran for president in 2008 for eight years and Obama would have won in 2008. Hillary Clinton should not have run. Um, well, she should have at some point because she was... If she would have won in 2008, she would have lasted for eight years and then maybe Obama would have won. Uh, that that that, that just that would just stave off that would just stave off the inevitability of Trump whether right. whether I, it was well, Trump, Trump would be dead at that point, right? may, maybe but whether it was Trump or somebody else we would have gotten we would have been in the same situation at some point because um, it didn't you know it didn't start with Trump it's not going to end with Trump um, that that whole thing that percolates under Trumpism. Uh, is still there. That's the long-lasting problem of the, of, the the, that, of the this country. The scary thing is that Trumpism. It's pretty fucking scary. Dude. I mean, I don't think the seventy-five million people who voted for Trump are like this. Maybe there's a good. How many people do you think of the seventy-five million people are like the people who still in Washington? Probably, probably a very small percentage. But here's the thing: they don't all have to be like the rioters at the Capitol in order to do a great amount of damage like this the violence that we saw this past wednesday while horrible is just a small corner of the actual damage that's done to this country of the 75 million people maybe they maybe they'll never take up a you know molotov cocktail or anything along those lines but they are police officers they all they are school teachers they are in every aspect they are doctors and everything else they're in every aspect of society, and that thinking seeps into the way they, they yeah. treat people who are not them. Like the, like the inequity we see 
uh, in the medical profession where we have patients of color who constantly say, I'm not treated like a person. When I say that I'm in pain, they don't believe me. Like that comes from a certain aspect of racism and possible yeah. what we call now Trumpism and will be called something else in another five, 10 years. Um, that That's the damage that goes long-term. Like people, generations of people of color in this country who are who are just now uh sending their kids to school like you you'll hear even in this day and age like i'm the first generation in my family who actually went to college and graduated it's not because generations before them they their family was dumb no way they just no, didn't, they didn't have the opportunity, have the opportunity you know and so and and generations of not having those opportunities will yield you know not having a certain amount or the or the capability to access other parts of society so i'm not while i'm worried about those you know violent assholes who storm into the capitol because you know you never know when you're walking down the street one day and you may have to face one of those i'm more worried about bite their necks open <laughs> jesus what did he say he said bite their necks open i mean you know i'll you know I'll, I'll run with you on that campaign, Jamie. You know, it's like Jamie Veterame 2024, <laughs> bite their necks open. Necks open. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <Blair>. <laughs> no, I agree. But, like, that thing was like, the thing you're worried about is, as we talked about, we were talking about the Valley with the X Men, it's a never ending It's a never ending battle. So like how and, do you, how do we how do, what's, what the hell do we figure out to it's, not, it's always gonna be a struggle to fucking make it better like twenty years from now still you know what I mean like I don't know it's like a weird question like and it's not always like this negative like it's still gonna happen when this shit's gonna really talk your head like the shadow you know well he you know? uh what when do you stop what do we what do we figure out how to fucking stop at least a little bit of this? Here's where where my point of view comes, uh, like kind of intersects with uh, Ernesto's, right? Um, like you treat these people the way the same way you would treat a cult, right? You need to a they need to stop being given a soapbox to uh, to you know fucking you know proselytize their insane beliefs. Um, some the of them need. Those yeah, some, yeah, I, 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 and while like I, I totally agree to that, um, there is money to be made from all this stupidity, yes. Um, but uh, I think that I, I, I think that you take away their platforms, you take away their uh, their ability to go out there and fucking you know talk about shit. Um, you put their, put them in put part, some of the leaders in jail, and you try to deeper like there's no other way to do it. You have to deprogram no, them. You have point. to like, the, you actually take accountability at once here. Yeah, like Trump should be in jail. Yes, we have to destroy Nimrod. Yes, we have he's to destroy Nimrod. Nimrod. He's <laughs> and he's Nimrod. He is Nimrod. <laughs> He's on Nimrod. 
He's a Nimrod. We have to um, travel to the sun and destroy that base where they're building the goddamn Super Sentinel. <laughs> yeah, the, the mother like, mold. The, the mother like, mold. Holy shit, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. I Dude, I, that mission must have been the suckiest mission to say, all right, I'll do it. Because that mission was a suicide run. They're like, um, fuck, we had mother mold. There's a goddamn Nimrod Sentinel on the top. Yeah. <laughs> and even if you do kill it, you, even if you do kill it, it's going to say some creepy shit as it falls into the sun that'll haunt your dreams. Right? <laughs> that was great, though. That was like, that was like, that was a good one, though. Like, that was one of my fuck favorite fucking X-Men things did. ever. What? It's yeah. Like, how do we fuck over the X-Men even more? Yeah. Nimrod on the sun. So, so yeah. I, I, I with regards to this is that um, there is if we don't do this, it's one of those things. It's like it's like the green new. It's like the green new deal. It's like climate change. If we don't stop this soon, we are like it is going to get really bad. Like it's going to come into. It's going to lead to a, what I believe is going to be a second civil war because it's we can't see eye to eye like we can't see. And, and the more we try to talk logic to them, the more they refuse, the more the deeper they go into their own little world where they're just like they try to rationalize it by painting the boogeyman. They're just like, it's yeah. Antifa, it's Antifa, it's Antifa. Well, that's going to happen when you start pushing the Green New Deal, like, next time. Oh, it's Antifa. Yeah, it's Antifa. It's a, It's always going to be Antifa. And who's saying that? It's going to be fucking Fox It's going to be Fox News. fucking believe anything. So if you're going to tell them stuff they don't believe, it, they don't believe in the environment. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like... It's, it's so weird. <laughs> it's like, do you not... Did you ever think in your life, Jamie, you'd have to say that they don't believe in the environment? Yeah, oh, I my mean, like, God. I know someone who was like flat Earth. I'm like, bro, let me shoot you up into a rock in space right now. You know a <laughs> flat Earther. You know, you know a flat Earther. I know a few flat Earthers. Oh Jesus wow. Christ! <laughs> I, oh, it hurts my brain. <laughs> it's the same thing as what we're seeing from like someone saying everything was staged on Wednesday. How the hell is this fucking goddamn thinking permeating through the mind of people? I am not. I don't want to sound like a jerk. I'm not that dumb. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not smart, but I'm a fucking idiot. So, (laughs) look, dude. Oh man, my my hair is reflecting my state of mind right now. Um, You know, you look at right now. No, you're legion. Yeah, I'm legion. (laughs) Oh shit. at the hour mark by the way just we, time check we are 37 minutes into this second uh the second wave yeah the second, <laughs> second wave. wave jesus oh god <laughs> we're fi- like so whoever said that we're fighting two pandemics is somebody give them the Nobel peace peace prize because mm. that is the most accurate sure. statement on the fucking planet right now we're fighting oh. a a we've, been wave. Fighting, we've been fighting one pandemic for a long time. 
Yes, we've been fighting one pandemic, but it's 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 become irritated. It's malignant now, um, and now we're yeah, fighting. Yeah, and now we're fighting a an actual pan, like an actual physical disease well, do you, pandemic. Do you think the pandemic helps this crazy fucking mindset here to believe that hey, it's Antifa, hey, this is digital manipulation? Well, the more people, the more time people spend on the internet, like spreading these fucking falsehoods and yeah. uh, and consuming. Yeah, consuming yeah like uh, feeding off the bubble like being in in shit like parlor uh and and like talking to each oh, other parlor. yeah fuck parlor <laughs> but um i know about i think there are so many people i've seen it's true i've seen so many fucking morons going i'm leaving this thing i'm going to parlor fine let them go <laughs> <laughs> um but uh I like give them a fucking toxicable in the yeah face. the more Goodbye. the more <laughs> The more that happens, the 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 more dangerous it gets. The like I don't know because uh, and and then the the more you deplatform them, the more victimized they become. Because um, yeah. uh, one, another thing I saw today was uh, fucking Devin Nunes. You know Devin Nunes. Um, he went on uh, he he went on TV and he was just like, "There's no outlet for us for for conservatives." to talk on now and then uh and then uh, this comedian named michael ian black was just like you're on tv <laughs> you know? i know i know jamie i know you used to work with him he's got, he's got a bit of my humor right there. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the most the, the most genius retort ever of 20 of 2020 the the first genius <laughs> retort of twenty twenty one. Um Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but it's true. It's like fucking Sarah Huckabee Sanders just like uh they all the all these morons on Twitter are just like uh, the these you know, these celebrity pundits. Kevin Sorbo even. Uh uh oh, is like, fuck that guy, what? man. Highlander? <laughs> no, he's fucking Hercules. <laughs> fuck Kevin Sorbo. Fuck Hercules. Fuck Andromeda. Fuck yeah. all that shit. Andromeda looks like a pair of panties in space. <laughs> Your thong spaceship. <laughs> Your thong spaceship. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so. Kevin Sorbo is uh, he to me he he reflects the idiocy that is the buffoonery of of these MAGA morons right uh, where he is um, when when the when this this failed coup was starting he was like go Patriots go Patriots go Patriots and like there's four there's four big tweets that he sent out. And then it goes, go Patriots, go Patriots, go Patriots. It's Antifa's fault. Um, huh. Huh. And it's like, I, 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 don't, I don't understand that rationale. I'm like, we, we all see it. We all see it. And then they're just like, no, no, no. The reality is it was Antifa. And I'm just like, even if it was Antifa, even if Antifa mixed in with these MAGA, with these Trump supporters. Don't you think that there's enough MAGA supporters to, to like, stop them? Right. 
they they're vastly outnumbered. Like this is to be an Antifa group to to organize a coal. You know, once they once they get that email from Antifa headquarters, to go down there and to infiltrate the ranks and to start shit, it's a suicide run because. You know, it's it's like fucking the X Men going up to 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 to, or, to the Orcus station. Dude, are you being paid by Marvel for this episode? I am being paid by Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> well, it goes back to what you were saying with the privilege and all. It also deeper. Right? There's corruption there with backing off the police. Anybody who invades Congress has been shot in the head. Like, like again, like, like, yeah. like that. I, I know this is going to be what I'm going about to say is going to be very controversial because it's that not. that that Marine that got shot that got shot and uh, uh, that lady who you know she like, did her service game. defending our country and then she came back and swallowed the Kool Aid. Like, part of me does sympathize with her, but like at the same time, you go and you bust into a government building what the fuck do you think is gonna happen dude there was they went into the government building and they're in the session of congress yeah that's called well, machine gun yeah i'm a, like you hear about that all the time you hear about like like fucking, jesus christ jamie's, i don't care like, jamie's like mow them down just pile <laughs> the bodies up you know but you're no, like, that was that's what would happen if it was an alternate universe and black people did that. Right. That's what would have happened. Right. No, they um, would no. If, if they, if Trump knew that Black Lives Matter was going to maybe protest in front of the Capitol the day before, there'd be four thousand National Guard there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it would have been. Like, it would have been a massacre. <laughs> you know. You know what was so telling about that uh, that lady, the mar- former <laughs> Marine who was uh, shot. Is that as they were trying to break down the window to to gain access to the area where the senators were, there was a Secret Service member or a Capitol Police officer right there on the other side of the window pointing his gun like, I will shoot you if you try to come in here. And they still broke that window. She tried to come through. Now, as a, as a former Marine, she knows what a fucking gun looks like. She knows what somebody defending a position looks like. That's her training. She went through anyway. She got shot in the neck. If you look at the raw video, she shot in the neck. She falls backward. The look of incredulity on her face, like, he shot me. I can't believe he shot me. No, that- he shot you because you're fucking trying to get into yeah, but exactly. It, but exactly. But the but the fact that despite all that experience of her as a Marine, she still was surprised that her as an American white woman got shot when she was trying to infiltrate one of the one of the places of power in that country. Like she wouldn't have done that in any other part of the world. She would have gone in, in there with at least some sort of defense with at least the knowledge that like oh somebody might try to kill my fucking ass if i'm if i'm going after their leaders but she thinks in america she's just gonna get the fuck away that's that's what that tells you the the level of delusion that exists in some of these people said even against better she has she has better knowledge than the three of us combined in regards to tactical situations and she still went into that situation like a fucking idiot so you know why? Because she was a member of a cult. Right, exactly. She and drank and here, the poison to send herself to hell, Bob. Exactly. And here, here's what I'm going to say to that: is like that, uh, and Jamie nailed it right on the head. Right. 
this that when that happened, what I, I I I only heard about the look that she gave the 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 officer as she was like shot and falling backwards, um, and that to me is it it reminded me instantly of there was this cult out in California. Um, I forget what they were called. They made some kind of documentary about them because those th- this cult back in the day they they were really into health healthy eating, mm. and they opened up restaurants and they made music. Um, and the guy and the leader of the cult believed that he was God so much so that he went up on top of a, a cliff side with all of his followers. There was no wind with a hand glider right <laughs> and he was like <laughs> jesus it's dude it's it's totally it's <laughs> what i'm about to tell you it's totally real this that uh, you guys can look it up um what happened was he was like i am so powerful that i will as soon as i jump off with this hand glider i will command the winds and then uh, they will take me safely to the bottom. I just got a visual of Wonder Man in 1984. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> but anyway, you can assume what happened. He jumped off the cliff. No wind. He falls straight down like no a wind. fucking rock. And he breaks his back and dies. And he, apparently Good. he was very surprised that that happened. And that's why that reminded me of that other thing. It's just like she drank the Kool-Aid so hard. She was just like, the cops are on our side. The cops are on our side because no, we're no. white. We're white. Um, we, they know we want to take the country back for our people, the white people. And the cop was like, no, I'm doing my job. And he shoots her. And she's like, but I thought. And they're like, no, reality is slapping you in the face right now. That's what it's doing. It's slapping you in the face. Those are fucking reality fights, bitch. Yeah, and that's that's how reality works. Sorry, sorry you died. Sorry, but that's how it is. You know, it's Antifa's fault. Yeah, right? it's Antifa's fault. And then they're re- they're saying like she's a victim. They're 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 making her a martyr online. No, she fucked around and she found out. That's, that's the no. end of that story. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the scary thing we're talking about. Everything that's going on is going to further embolden their bullshit. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm so, scared. That's why I'm good. fearful now. That it, I, am, I am very scared. I am scared for all of us. Uh, you know, all, my friends, my family. I'm scared of this because um, these people don't listen to logic. They can't be reasoned with. They are in a cult where reality it has to bend itself to their will. And at what point are at what point are we going to have to like like figure out that are are we headed like are we going to have to come to the cold grip of the fact that we are going to go into some kind of conflict with them? Is that what's going to happen? Is it going to be like fucking you know? Is it going to be the X-Men versus the Purifiers? Sorry. I keep doing this. I keep punching this button. No, okay. But I've got the X-Men on my mind. Your Venmo must be blowing the fuck <laughs> up right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. If I see you next week don't... with a fucking Bugatti, man, I'm telling you. Don't do that, out. Not that cool. 
but um, I, I, I personally, I don't think we'll ever get down to a second, a second civil war in, in relation, like the way we knew it with the first civil war. I just, it's just, it's just a whole different society than it's what, gonna be different. what we had it's back then. Maybe there, there may be like, uh, skirmishes. Eco- uh, skirmishes, economic conflicts and things along those lines. But I think people in this day and age are far too, uh, just far too comfortable in order to take to the streets on mass in that sense now don't get me wrong if they turn off if they turn off the electricity you know everything's out the window but i think i think ultimately the second civil war will be waged if it isn't already intellectually this second (laughs) half is uh could could prove controversial (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys like you know no, it's cool. I mean, you know, this is this is why we do what we do, man. Yeah, this is definitely a bunch of taxes today. <laughs> so for both Actually, of us no, here, a bunch of robot stuff. Yeah, there was there was some robot stuff in there. <laughs> so for both of us here, I'm Pablo Morales Martinez, and I'm Ernesto Mancibo, and together we are the Robots versus Taxes program. On Radio Free Brooklyn with special guest Jamie Federame. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> While you're out there, you could try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the Week. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. <laughs>
the cult of mercy.